uh, oh, one thing I thought we could do is like we could have an introduction that plays before the theme song that is like tells people what's about to come. Like this week on Zoe Hates Movies, we watched. And then you can say what we watched. Murderland. No, it was not Murderland. So we'll try to get this week on Zoe Hates Movies. We watched Westworld, not the TV show. <laughs> it wasn't. It was not the TV show. Okay. We watch movies that I hate, not TV shows that I hate. This week on Zoe Hates Movies, we watched a movie called Westworld. You didn't tell me. I thought we recorded this part already. <laughs> I was drinking my wine. Were you drinking wine? I don't think we should have an intro. This week on Zoe Hates Movies, we watched Westworld. The movie. Right. You're right. This isn't a good idea. We won't use any of it <laughs> except for all of it. Hello and welcome to episode five of Zoe Hates Movies. This is a classic film podcast where I make Zoe watch an old movie and then we talk about how she thought it was dumb and that the future was weird. Uh, My name is Jason and with me here is... Zoe. Zoe. the eponymous Zoe. The eponymous Zoe. Just like Zelda's horse. I think we've done that joke before. Doesn't matter. Uh, so this week on the podcast, we watched Westworld. We watched Westworld, not which was the TV a movie. Show. It was a movie. Uh, so, so you, we, I remember we tried to watch the TV show and you did not like it. Is that, I didn't know what was about robots. We didn't watch long enough for that. I just thought a bunch literally of, in the first episode. just a bunch of jerks treating women poorly. It's like most that Westerns. Is, <laughs> that is the old West for you. So instead of watching the TV show that everybody loves. We watched uh, the movie nobody knew existed. We watched the movie that everybody forgot existed. Uh, what year uh, What year do you think this movie is from? 1974. Wow, you were really, really close to the button on that one. Uh, it was 1973. I could tell by the mustaches. The mustaches are predominant and stupid. They're really long. I was trying to figure out, um, you know, so when you do your eyebrows, you kind of use your pupil as a guideline of where you want to start and end them. I think it's very nice that you think I've ever done my eyebrows because <laughs> you've then, seen my eyebrows and you know that that's not true. I thought you might have heard this before. But okay, anyway, tell me, tell me I thought how to do eyebrows. maybe the mustache was similar because our protagonist, his mustache went to like the outside of his irises. It was uh, quite long. Our protagonist, let's, I mean, we can start in a lot of places. So the reason we're watching Westworld partly is is we sort of have a format going where we we tend to watch a movie that has an actor who was in the previous movie we watched. And this was our protagonist, who I, I believe his name is Richard Benjamin. I might be wrong, but I feel that that's right. Uh, and he was in our last film, The Last of Sheila, as the guy who wasn't Sheila. And he's in this film playing. Do we? Do you know what his character's name was? I don't think his character had a name. I don't think, I'm sure. No, they said it was Peter something. Because he had to give it to the lady on the tram. Anyway, we're getting ahead and behind of ourselves simultaneously, which is 
not hard to do. So, excuse me. You can cut that out. <laughs> I mean, edit out the burps, Jason. If this I is ever... a professional podcast. <laughs> it's not a professional podcast. No one is getting paid. Uh, all right. So Westworld, not the TV show, the movie. 1973. Uh, 1973, written and directed by Michael Crichton. Do you know what else Michael Crichton's known for? Uh, those thick books at the checkout of the grocery store. He is known for thick books at the checkout of the grocery store. Uh, so he's very famous for, I mean, several things. But uh, I think you would know him best as the author of another theme park-based movie. Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park. Cha-ching. There's only a few. There's only a the few. The other one is like goof troop 2 what there was a goof troop 2 movie there was not i would have seen it i'm sorry a goofy movie too there there was not a goofy movie too uh hey siri don't ask siri siri is not a part of this what was the name of the second goofy movie this is not gonna end well for anyone oh she stopped talking to me she just ignored me because she knows we're recording and this is not good podcast if you ask siri what's going on okay so we watched westworld not the tv show the movie uh 1973 which you can tell because literally everything looks like 1973 i'll I'll explain that later when we get to my yes we will um so let's get to your part then what is your part is your part the part where you tell us what happens in the movie yes and you interrupt me and give me facts about what really happened (laughs) i won't interrupt you at all go ahead anytime you're ready you already just give it a joke i don't know what joke you're talking about the one where you interrupt me while i try to speak (laughs) all right go ahead we have fun here i won't interrupt you this time just just start talking about westworld there's gonna be a lot of dead air unless you start okay i'm starting go for it you stop enjoy your beverage westworld is a don't use your radio film that as you might imagine involves cowboys yet we begin in a 1970s version of the future they have earbuds wow for relaying sound information they have hovercrafts that look like very spacious airplanes but the most important part is everybody's a hedonist wow really so we learn at the outset of this film you can just talk to me you don't have to you don't have to you already know what happened (laughs) we learn at the outset of this film that there is a very swanky vacation option where you can go to a place called Delos, which I mostly only remember because it kind of sounds like Dallas. Oh, interesting. That's why you remembered it? It's a mnemonic. Okay. So so you know what year this movie is supposed to take place in? No. It's supposed to be taking place in 1983, the future. They think 10 years from then they could have robots that look like people? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Michael Crichton was very much inspired... Optimist. He saw the he saw the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland, and was very impressed by the animatronics. Why was there a Pirates ride back then? There was no I, movie. I, <laughs> what? Jack Sparrow wasn't even born yet. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you think the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney is based on the movie The Pirates of the Caribbean? Not anymore. Is the movie based on the ride? Yes. Well, what's the ride based on? Literally nothing. The concept of pirates in the Caribbean. This is just more lies told by Disney. Like, you can't make anything of yourself unless you're an orphan. 
I mean, I don't even know where that's coming from, but the Pirates of the Caribbean is is was a was a was an attraction at Disney that they decided to base a movie on. I know they reused the attraction through the decades. That's exactly right. We're getting really off topic. No, we're, this is exactly the topic. Okay, so so where were we? So there's a I have no idea. There's Delos. There's like there's a theme park with had which has three theme parks inside of it. Yes, Murder World. Nope. Sex World. Nope. Nerd World. Oh, for three. Go ahead. What are the three theme parks that Delos lets you choose from? Okay, Medieval World. Yep. And Sex World. Nope. Roman World. Roman World. And? Western World, which what? they sometimes call West World and sometimes called Western World. I feel like because the movie's called West World, they should always call it West World, but they do not. I don't think, I don't think Michael Crichton really knew what the movie was going to be called when he made it. You never know. You never know. So uh, it costs $1,000 a day, which I only realized partway through the movie was $1973 or 83 who knows. Either um, way, that's a lot of money. That's got to be, I don't know, at least double my, since then. Yeah, like my parents' house in the 70s, like I said, was $26,000. They could have gone to two weeks, wait, one week, two weeks. Okay, huh. I can't do the conversion. They couldn't have gone. This isn't real. The point is, it was expensive. And then you show up and you're sleeping in the Old West. Yes. So why, why, who, so who are our characters? What's Peter, probably, and his friend John, who he apparently knows from Chicago. Yeah. But also, I really thought they just met on the hovercraft for the first 20 minutes of the film. It seemed like it. So John is played by James Brolin. Who kind of looks like Harrison Ford. So James, I mean, he really does. Uh, James Brolin is... He was a famous actor then. He is now best known for for being the father of Josh Brolin, who is Thanos in the Marvel movies and was Cable in Deadpool 2 and was in No Country for Old Men. That's okay. I know who Thanos is. No, Big I know that. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to list other movies that, that Josh Brolin is in. He was the older brother in Goonies, which is... You're just getting further away from my cultural touch points. I'm really sorry. Uh, so he meets his friend John Blaine. Oh yeah, his name sounded a lot like John Wayne, so I commented on it and promptly forgot. And then near the end of the movie, where something happens to John, Peter says John's name. I gotta say, I'm not really sure his name is Peter. I, Do you want to look it up? I'm, I can look it up for sure. Anyway, his name is Peter Martin. Peter Martin. Okay, great. So Peter and John are sharing a room in Westworld, yep. which is also confusing because if you're all paying $1,000 a day, why are you sharing a room? I don't... Were they sharing a room? They were shaving in the same room. They didn't wake up in the same bed, though. No, they had separate beds. Okay. Let Carry me on. just explain what this movie yeah, is Yeah, sorry. About. Go ahead. Tell the story. So they're in this land of robots where it's fun because you can shoot anyone and have a sexual encounter with anyone and... You don't get in trouble for things. It's basically like Florida. They were pretty well behaved considering, other than the murders. Right. Um, near the beginning, they get in a bar fight and Peter shoots a guy who's a robot. So it's no big deal. But we'll come back to haunt him. And that guy is played by Yule Brenner. Do you know anything about Yule Brenner? I don't. He's an old, old-timey actor. He was uh, very, very famous. He was in The Magnificent Seven. He was in the Ten Commandments. He played Ramses. He was he played the, the king in the King and I, the the, the uh, movie adaptation of the musical. 
Uh, anyway, he's a very famous guy. He was scary. He was scary. He was very intense in this movie. He had that going for him. Uh, so we basically on. spend, mm, I gotta say, 50 to 60% of the movie just watching them wander around Westworld, like getting drunk, uh, hiring sex workers, and getting drunk again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd have to say, like, it was weird how, like, for so much of this movie, it was kind of you're just watching two dudes in a in like a wild west theme park having a vacation. Yes. So they, we they get in a bar fight. They have sex with prostitutes. One of them gets arrested for murder. For murder. They break him out of jail. They become desperados. Yeah. However, these scenes are sort of intercut with the uh, brainiacs behind this whole scheme. And they are finding that the robots are malfunctioning more often. They need more repairs. And there seems to be some sort of virus spreading throughout Westworld and the other two nerd worlds. What I thought I thought was, was kind of funny is like they were, I don't know what they had for, for computers in 1973. Apparently just a bunch of fax machines with extra buttons. They, <laughs> see, it just doesn't make any sense. They had... They have, Go ahead. They got robots that look like human beings, except for a small flaw in the hand knuckles. Yep. And yet they have reel-to-reel computers and very low-resolution computer screens. And, like, all the things they were looking at were basically just weird screensavers. They just had a bunch of screensavers and, and, and spy cams. And that was, like, their information, their information readout was just, like, a bad Windows 95 screensaver. It was pretty pretty terrible and they all wore lab coats and all their diagnostics were like oscilloscopes and there's no women in the control room i'll tell you that much i mean it's high-tech computer work in 1983 there there wouldn't be women there let's be honest they'd be down the hall doing the exceptional computing that they right. don't get any credit for exactly until the I movie comes him. out in the I 2000s for years i know how it goes but, uh so yeah, so their computers are insane and ridiculous. They're basically like giant Univac-style monstrosities. What's a Univac? A Univac was like one of the very first computers. It was like the size of like a giant room. And it was basically a calculator. It was ba- it basically like, did, yeah, it was a calculator. <clears throat> so where, where were okay, we? Okay, so the, we start to get a hint that the machines are malfunctioning. Right. And then... Um, our two heroes get into a bar fight. They wake up hungover the next morning. They wander through town. And the guy they've murdered twice comes out of the shadows because he is a robot. Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner is back. Uh, and this time, John Blaine says, I'll shoot him this time. And so Peter walks over to the sidelines mm-hmm. to watch his friend shoot this robot again. Except twist. This time, Yul Brenner murders john blaine uh and john is very surprised by this because he's he's like been to westworld before he understands nothing bad can happen to you here mm-hmm. it's all a romp and yet now he's dead i was also surprised this was one of the first times in the movie where i was like oh that's surprising i didn't think james brolin was oh. gonna get like shot and murdered i thought like because i knew the concept of the movie i this is this is one of the times where this is a movie I hadn't seen before. And yet it's sort of a movie that like 
it's one of those that's like, especially in the eighties and growing up, like it was so ubiquitous as a concept Westworld that I thought I'd seen it like, Hmm. and yet I was pretty surprised by most of them. And especially like James Rowland being shot. I thought the end was going to be like these two having to like go save somebody or like, go fight robots together. I thought this was going to be like a buddy thing. I thought they were going to like overcome some shit and learn some lessons. And anyway, it was not anything of what I imagined the ending would be. John Blaine got shot. And then the next 30 minutes of the film are Peter getting chased through Delos. Yeah. Basically like the whole last third of the movie is just Richard Benjamin running away from yule brenner first he's on a horse then he's on foot yep then he's in a tunnel then he throws acid on him and he sets him on fire and it was a thing of where i was like i kind of appreciated the realism i appreciated the realism in that he was handling this situation the way i would which is i would just run away and and get increasingly bored of my running away (laughs) I gotta stop running. This is so like boring. He just kept running and running, and then he like my mustache is so sweaty. His mustache is getting so sweaty, and he would try a thing and it would fail, and he would just keep running. And at no point was there ever a sense that Richard Benjamin had any kind of a plan. No, and no. he did have like an extra high heel on his cowboy boot. He had a very high heeled cowboy boot. So his run was surprisingly athletic and then he just ran and ran and ran and then eventually (laughs) he just ran enough that he he found the control room yes that's where everybody had died because they turned off the power to try to shut off the murderous robots but it turned off their power and of course their doors were electronically controlled and so they all suffocated the doors were all inexplicably airtight and also they were all, they used all the oxygen in the room somehow. And also these doors had like no way for them to like open them or leave. Again, you can create a robot that looks exactly like a human. And yet you don't think to install an emergency door open in your airtight room. It's insane. Michael Crichton. Ugh, they must've cut out a lot of his details. It's not on made. him. It's the future. It's. Yeah, it's 1983 just, was a real bummer. It's the corporations. Just wait till 1984. That's right. Oh, that's right. That this movie the takes twist. place a year before 1984. That makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> they didn't um, even have an Apple computer. They didn't have anything. They just had dots and dashes. <laughs> <laughs> we were babies then. Just kidding. I wasn't born. No. So, he runs and runs and runs. He... Pretends to be a dead robot, and they pour some acid on Yul Brenner, which didn't ma- work. Makes really. him smoky, and then seems to have no effect. Well, now he only has like heat vision right, instead okay, of right. Like, what was it? Remember when cameras had megapixels, and we had to think about that all the time? Yeah, it was like a two megapixel camera. Yes, and then he got heat vision; and he could only see in two colors. So this is like the kind of the interesting technical part of of Westworld is that so that uh, there's there's parts where you see through Yul Brenner's robot eyes and it's all pixelated these were the first digitally processed images for film really so um, they were bad they were not great but i mean so <laughs> michael crichton michael crichton um worked with a guy to digitally uh sort of 
create these these shots to make a pixelated uh, looking viewpoint of of Yul Brenner's uh, robot vision. You know what it looked like to me? What is those pictures from Mars where yes. you know at JPL where they just colored in the squares of the picture yeah, with it was crayons, just, just color values precisely. Yeah, by what, which I mean, it looked kind of like a cross stitch. It looked a lot like a cross stitch. A cross stitch pattern, perhaps. Yeah, you're very right. Thank you. I'm a writer. <laughs> That's not even a joke, I guess. But it's funny. <laughs> Thank you. So he fights him with acid, then he sets him on fire. And then for no reason, there's another scene where he thinks he's saving a woman. <laughs> this whole movie could be called and then for no reason there's another <sighs> scene. <laughs> and it just drags on. There's the tension is already left cuz we're pretty sure he's burned to death. So there's a woman? There's a woman chained to a wall because now we're in medieval world. Right. We're in medieval murder land. And so Peter's like, I'll help you. I'll help you. And he unchains her and, and lifts her and puts her on a more comfortable seating area um, and is like, oh, I'm going to give you some water. And she's like, no, no, I don't want any water. And then he gives her water anyway. Yet, an- yet another occurrence of this movie of a woman saying, please no, and a man not listening. And then she's a robot. So she just shorts out. Which, again, continuity, you know, these robots can do so many things, and yet you put a little water in their mouths. Yeah, we've seen these robots drinking. Yeah. They go to a bar. They drink all this whiskey, they can't take some water. Yeah. Um, So she's a robot. He's like, oh, gosh, that was embarrassing. And then burned to a crisp, Yule Brenner bot comes in, Mm -hmm. and then basically just falls down immediately. And then yes. gets up, and then his face falls off, and then gets up again, and then he sparks out, and and we're like, finally. And then one more moment happens. And he just sits we, there on we, the steps. We just see Peter's face, staring, like yeah. this was. Oh, and then he like hears the ad for Westworld in his mind again. Right. We we flash back to the commercial for Delos. And I think he doesn't want to come back for another trip. I I have a feeling he won't be back. He might ask for a refund. I would. I definitely would. Really took his mind off his divorce, though. That's right. For some reason, they decided he had to be like a divorced guy. I didn't it was really... probably something from the book. I don't. It wasn't even based on a book. What? So this was like an original screenplay that Michael Crichton wrote and directed, and he he wanted to direct movies, and he wrote this one, and he thought because. I don't know everything about Michael Crichton. Obviously, I am not his biographer. But I believe he wrote The Andromeda Strain, which was a very popular science fiction book. Anyway, the the general gist of it, and, you know, if you know that I'm wrong, uh, feel free to tell me. Uh, the gist was that Michael Crichton kind of couldn't get anything made except science fiction if he wanted to. So he, so he I wanted know that to do, feeling. There you go. You wanted to do you what <laughs> i'm just trying to make some jokes because when you have a lot to say it's fun when i punctuate it with my own vibrant sense of humor oh i see so i'm rambling on and you no, no i'm really interested but i thought i had to say something fine you can interject all you like this is this is your well, podcast i didn't mean to interrupt this much no you're it's your name on the podcast you should please continue he I'm, wrote he and he wrote so he wrote a lot, a lot of sci-fi and they were like if you want to direct a movie you got to make a sci-fi movie and so he wrote this as a means of like kind of doing sci-fi, but also doing a bunch of other things to showcase his directorial abilities. 
uh, it's a Western, it's a sci-fi, it's a, you know, there's comedy, there's medieval stuff, there's a sword fight. I think there's commentary on there's commentary society for sure. and what we want to do with our deepest desires. Yeah, so like, what do you think Westworld is about? Uh, I mean, the commentary is not that deep. I think it's just saying that given the chance, people will uh, shoot other people yeah. and uh, and have sexual encounters that have minimal consequences. And mm, that's about it. That's about it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not that deep, is it? It's not. A, I mean... It, I, I think that it has like things to say about sort of like corporate safety. Like it's weird. Like there's, there's hints of other movies in it, like Jaws and how like in Jaws, the, the mayor doesn't want to shut down the town, even though there's a shark out there because he doesn't want to mm. lose business. I think there's an, I, you know, they're talking a little bit about how corporations aren't willing to give up profits, even if it, uh, Yes, because they wouldn't shut down Westworld, even though the scientists thought that would be the better choice. I know, the given one that, scientist with the mustache. And then people got killed in sword fights. Ugh, it's a disaster. I mean, there might be a commentary on the brutality of of Western civilization's past. Yeah, what we didn't mention is that um, we got glimpses of uh, Roman world when the robots yeah. became sentient for some reason. Uh, and they basically were murdering everybody just tons of murder which i presume was because they were being sexually assaulted i guess if you would I call it that in this so. scenario anyway these robots Through the were entire stay yeah there's a lot of violence yes i, don't know, I think Definitely. roman world might have been a more nuanced uh take on our society I, I don't know uh yeah it's not i mean the commentary is there it's not it's not like shocking it's like, I guess, don't enslave robots. That's a good lesson, right? Yeah. We should learn. I mean, Respect honestly, technology. I get why they're making a TV show. Like, as we're, It's a good idea. As we're more involved in technology, I kind of get why now we're sort of revisiting that concept. And we're like, you know what? What happens when robots are indistinguishable from people? Is it okay to just murder them all day and all night? There's a lot of movies that tackle that question. I'm going to say days. no. I'm going to say we should not be murdering robots. What about that uh, movie with the big giant pig? That that raised the question in a different way. Movie with the big giant pig? The big pig? giant pig that they were raising for me. Oh, a oak, super pig. Oakja. Oakja. That was a good movie. That was good. I know. When that movie came out, everybody was like, I'll never eat meat again. And, oh, I, I feel so bad for it. And when I, and then when I watched Oakja, I was just like, man, I wonder what Oakja tastes like. <laughs> I was I, like, that that oak job must be delicious. The way people were talking about that food, that super pig, I was like, oh, no. oh man, I really want to have some of that. I mean, I wanted to know. I don't even eat meat, and I wanted yeah, to know, you, but I didn't want to taste it. It was just, a happy big pig. I mean, it was a happy pig, but I know. like They were very friendly, but still, the way people reacted to that meat, I was like, cut me off a slice of oak jaw, right? I want to know which of these three vacation lands you would be most interested to visit. The people know. I, I mean, oak jaw eating land would be good. Uh, which of, of Westworld, Medieval World, and Roman World? Yes. I mean, that's a tough one. This I'm, isn't a trick. No, it's not a trick. I'm not saying this is like a, a commentary on our relationship, but like I'm, I like Roman history a lot. So that would be my first, that would appeal to me initially. But the trouble is like, there's not, this movie does not depict these eras realistically in any way. 
No, they're just a setup to eat, drink, bone, and murder. Well, and like they're all before the flush toilet, For first of all. Yeah. Like they don't really delve into the hygienics of the medieval or the Roman era. I'd rather go to Jetson's world. I, I mean, Jetson's world was... You know, I mean, there's there's that whole theory that the Jetsons takes place in a post-climate change world where everybody lives above a smog-encrusted planet that Maybe you can't... Maybe we would go to that world and then stop buying so many paper towels. I bought a lot of paper towels. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon subscribe is a dangerous drug. Uh, so I would go to Roman world just to sort of like see that, but also it's not. it, it was clearly not historically accurate. It was just a lot of, like, grape eating and wearing togas, I could tell. I gotta say, all three of these worlds are not uh, top-notch destinations if you're a woman, probably, or a person of color. No, these are super, like... Yeah. Yeah, these are super geared towards men. Even, like, the one one guy that went to medieval land with his wife, I don't know what happened to her. He just spent the rest of the time trying to sleep with the queen. Yeah, and Uh, also a, a serving... Oh yeah, the and the serving staff room. who malfunctioned because she would not have relations with him. Yeah, get this. The woman the woman robot's malfunction was that she would not uh not obey the men's instructions. Yeah. So There's your commentary. Boom. Commentary. Welcome to 2019 where nothing is sacred anymore from your past. Hashtag thing that's topical. That's so, just my general topical hashtag. Thank you. Uh so that was Westworld. I. What's your what? Mm. I mean, like, uh, should we wrap up? Or you do you feel we've said a lot? Uh, all there is to say about Westworld. I would say that my recommendation slash oh. rating. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of Westworld? I stayed you, awake the whole time. Yeah, you did not fall asleep. I did start to recline because, gosh, the chase at the end was a little slow. Honestly, interminable. Like. Yeah. If you're going to do a horse chase, there's so many cool things that could happen. And I'll say, like, I I just felt hot. This was a very low budget movie, even for 1973. They made this movie for $1.2 million. How many visits to Westworld is that? (laughs) I mean, it depends on how how long (laughs) you stay. It was a low budget movie. They only shot for 30 days. They used a bunch of, you know, existing sound stages that were already sort of around the MGM lot i believe like you know Crichton definitely cut down his script to to fit the budget he had but still like uh the script definitely overstays its welcome once the once the robots start going crazy which is about five minutes of the movie the rest of the movie is pretty much just richard benjamin running away and getting slow and tired and having a sweaty (laughs) mustache so I think if you are a fan of Westworld, you might appreciate seeing this early kind of origin story. Yeah. Or, uh, you know what? It's in color. It is in color, which I, 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 it seems like those are the movies you stay awake for more. Yeah. I saw color. you prepping the movie and there was something black and white on the TV and I was like, oh no. Well, what we almost watched uh, like a 1930 British movie called Odd Man Out, which had James Mason in it. Which we might do another day. Don't don't but, set I mean, me you up. You would one hundred percent be asleep for that. Yeah. One. So um, you know what? I won't watch it again. Which I think is my tagline for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> you that's know a pretty, what? That's a pretty good review. Okay, so that's I okay. mean, as a, as a category, I think that's interesting. A will you watch it? Would you watch it again, or won't you watch it? I mean, you won't watch most movies again. Yes, unless they're unless they're a Knight's Tale or that thing you do. We've established that. You will not watch a movie again. That's your that's your 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 criterion is like the upper limit is a Knight's Tale. There are things in medieval world that I would enjoy. That's fair. So, oh, so we didn't ask that. Is like, what world would you go to? Well, like I said, I don't, I don't. How realistic is it? Being a woman there wouldn't be the greatest. Yes. But yeah, medieval world. You'd go to medieval. Well, world. Roman world might be chill too. They'd give good massages. What if we had to go together? Then we're going to medieval world. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Roman okay. world. Roman world seems like. Uh, to be too many men trying to give you back rubs. I mean, I like a nice back rub. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so your rating is would not watch it again. <laughs> would not watch it again. Yes. Would be okay. Um, Peter is fun to watch. He's he's like giddy about going to Westworld. He's very happy about it. And that is delightful. I also quite enjoyed, I, I mean... Yul Brenner's performance he's not in it a lot but like watching him like just sort of like inexhaustibly chasing down Richard Benjamin I was definitely like okay I got where Arnold Schwarzenegger got the Terminator from totally gave me a Schwarzenegger vibe like he was 100% like the idea anytime in any movie that you've ever seen since 1973 where a villain is like this unstoppable force that just is un is relentless chasing down a hero like this feels so much like Yul Brenner in this movie. So that I at least all was the ones where the robot is chasing the human. Yeah, but I feel like there's some movie I don't know any. It doesn't matter. We've I'm just teasing on, you. We've gone on so long. You're so cute. This is a long podcast. It's not. We're fine. Um. So yes, Yul Brenner is cool. Richard Benjamin has a big mustache. James Brolin kind of looks like Harrison Ford. And that was Westworld. Thank you. It's a good Westworld. Uh, what else do we do on this podcast, Zoe? Ask me what I'm into. Oh, that's right. Okay, so uh, it's it's been a while since we've recorded the podcast. And people, people listening might not know that. They don't care. Anyway, it's been a while because I'm in Vancouver uh, writing on a TV show, so I don't get to come home and watch movies as much as I humble used to. brag humble brag I write on a tv show and I get to work in the basement of a building and my office is made out of plywood <laughs> <laughs> so that's exciting uh so right so I forget the format anyway so the next part is where you tell us a thing that you like this week you could have just asked me what I like no, but it's like it's the fifth episode they know no I don't know what they know maybe they're just watching for the first time they're so disappointed that they can't see anything oh my god well i mean they know what podcasts are they should be aware of that by now <laughs> okay so zoe's gonna tell us what she's into this week what are you into this week i hold on i want to guess i guess that you are into hiking or donuts no okay what those are, are lovely though what are you into this week? um uh, Liège waffles. So this is a specific kind of waffle uh, that comes out of Belgium. Okay. And have I, we done? Have you done waffles before? Doesn't matter. This is a more specific waffle. 
Okay, I'm so, sorry. A Liège waffle is specifically delicious because it is made with delicious. <laughs> it was it's made with sugar crystals that when the dough is waffled, it creates a beautiful sticky sugary coating on the outside of the waffle. Mm-hmm. And it's a cakey waffle rather than like a fluffy, light textured waffle. Yeah. And so eating it is a gosh darn delight. And I got to have one in Brussels and I wish I'd had more, but I was very full uh-huh. of food. And I'm looking forward to recreating this. Awesome. In, in our waffle maker. Well, this has been the no, wait. Waffle Cast. I have a, a stunt. podcast about waffles. Will you try a stunt with me on our podcast? <laughs> a stunt? What is a stunt? Okay, so I was also in Helsinki. Yep. And one of the We should help why were you why were you in Brussels and Helsinki? People I should know that. Got to join my roller derby team. You play roller derby, so you're very cool. And uh, we did a European and UK roller derby tour. Yeah. Where we played three games at a tournament in Helsinki called Finvitational. And how many of those three games in Helsinki did you win? We won three games out of three games. Yeah, you did. Yes, it was unexpected and very fun. Nice. And then we played a couple games in Dublin. Well done. We did some travels in between. So I brought back some salty black licorice. Oh, oh, this is a stunt we're doing. Yes, I brought back some salty black licorice from Helsinki. Um, many Scandinavian countries are known should, for their affection. You should open affection. that package away from the microphone. No, I want people to hear the package opening. Okay. Sorry, misophonia. I don't know if this matters to you. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. I'll what tell you about it later. It's when sounds are why, gross. Why is it secret? No, I don't want to interrupt this beautiful story I'm telling about salty black licorice and how people in Scandinavia love it. But not everybody, because people are unique. Okay, so I brought back some candy. And it's I'm probably not going to like it, and Jason probably will be totally fine with it. But it's called Super Salmiaki by Phaser. F-A-Z-E-R. Mm-hmm. And... Um, well, this is a whole new part of the podcast that I was not aware was going to happen where I eat a candy. So I'm I'm, I'm in favor. I'm on board. Okay. Did you already pop it in? I mean, you're not you got to talk into your microphone. Look at your levels. I know, sorry, my levels are way off. I'm back. Okay, salty black licorice. It's salty. It's licorice. <laughs> Those are the two things it is. In Helsinki, um, there's a very acquired taste of salmiaki liqueur, which is a salty black licorice liqueur mm-hmm. which i would describe as at least like one that i tried kind of a thick jagermeister with salty okay yeah herbally. i saw the video of your face when you drank this i didn't like that um before we pop this in i think we should sign off because the rest of the podcast is just going to be us eating licorice which is not enjoyable for that's people. true thank you for listening so this has been zoe hates movies i have been jason i'm zoe that whispered voice was Zoe saying, I'm Zoe. I'm Zoe, and I'm about to eat some licorice. Uh, we Join watched me. Westworld. I don't know what we're going to watch next time, but it'll be a movie probably starring or involving some of the people in this Josh movie. Josh Brolin's dad. It won't be Josh Brolin's dad. I think, we're, I think we need to move away from color movies and get you back into the past a little bit more. We're already in the 70s. I don't want to risk getting into the 80s. True. Okay, so we're going to eat some licorice. Uh, thank you for listening, if you have. Uh, if you haven't been listening i don't know how you're hearing this but uh nice to meet you i guess welcome (laughs) glad you're glad you showed up sorry you missed the podcast just end it jason just end it end it (laughs) it's over put that in your mouth eat your
And you can edit in the sound, the songs later. Okay. The sound out music. The sound of what? Okay, we're eating licorice now. Nice. To oh see no, it's not good. Oh, it's so abrasive. Oh. This tastes exactly like the body wash I use. Oh God, I'm so sorry, Finland. I don't mean to be rude. It's oh, sort of minty. It's getting hinty. Yeah, it's getting like spicy. It's minty. Oh. Oh, it's hard. It's supposed to be chewy, but it's like a hard chewy. This is not good. There's a whole box left. We should get it to your dad. Oh, my dad would love this. Dads love black licorice. Oh, oh it's a, such an acquired taste. Oh, my God. Why are you still listening to this? Oh, if you're I also listening brought to this, back you not... tar. Tar? Tar? Tar-flavored tar chocolate. Oh, God. This is gross. No, it's not. It, it's it, not that it's gross. It it's just different than what we're used to. It goes in waves between being gross and being delicious. I can't tell what it is. Oh, oh, it, oh I need a water. Oh, this is so bad. This is ruining my mouth. Oh, okay. We have to stop this. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Oh, <gasps> uh, uh, yeah. it's so bad. Recording realistically. Testing things. How's it going, Zoe? Magnificent. Don't use that. Wow. I don't sing in public. No, that is definitely going in the podcast. <laughs>